0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're discussing The Wedding Veil, the second in Hallmark's new year, new movie series for 2022. And if you want more Hallmark from us, you can find that very easily at patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy, where we are creating bonus content. And this month is Tyler Hines month that means you're getting a bonus movie review from the Tyler Hines vault we're discussing Winter in Veil starring Lacey Chabert who's in today's movie and a non-hallmark Tyler Hines jam you can sign up for just three dollars a month at patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy and we'd love it if you would give it a try you can also find us on Instagram where we are Megan and Wendy LSS And you can also email us at meganandwendy at gmail.com. Sorry, I like totally stumbled because I was thinking about Instagram and a project I want to do. This is new news for Megan. Uh, uh, A kind of interactive, fun, Hallmark-esque. No, no. Uh, Just something fun for Instagram that's going to do with the dudes of Hallmark. Okay. Coming soon, guys. Follow us on Instagram. I'm excited to see what this new project is. I mean, it's going to be very interactive, so you guys are going to want to weigh in if you have any thoughts at all about our leading men on the Hallmark Channel. Ooh. Ooh. This week, we're talking The Wedding Veil, and Wendy, do you have a synopsis? I sure do. The Wedding Veil, starring Lacey Chiber- see? <laughs> 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 I I love her so much, and... Her name just, it, it is spelled C-H-A, so I go Sha-Bert-B-E-R-T. <laughs> what is it? Shabert. Ch- I need to uh, spell it C-H-A-B-E-A-R, Shabert. <laughs> sorry, Lacey Shabert, Kevin McGarry, Autumn Reeser, and Allison Sweeney. The first installment of a new trilogy follows three longtime college friends who discover a mysterious antique veil fabled to unite its bearer with their true love. Some news and notes on this movie. Wendy just mentioned that it's a trilogy. The final two movies in the trilogy will air in Lavuary, part of February's lineup. I don't fully understand why they made that choice. So oh, dumb. Why not? January. Why? Why? Uh, uh, I'm super annoyed by it. Because they're re-airing the first one the first weekend of February. So they should have just pushed it off. God, call us Hallmark. We have ideas. All I can think is that they perhaps didn't finish one of their New Year New Movies in time. Because I did see a promo that said all three movies airing, premiering in February. So... I think originally their plan was to air them back to back. Yeah. Well, they screwed the pooch somewhere. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Let's hit some news and notes. What else do you got? Hey, this was based on a book called There Goes the Bride, which is um, book one in the Wedding Veil Wishes series. Did you happen... To find this book on Amazon. I did. um, Oh, I was going to send you the photo right now. I have it all queued up and ready to go. I did. uh, Well, we'll put it in the show notes. I did do a little deep dive and found The Long Tall Texan. Which is the title this book now (laughs) goes by. Which is weird. Like, have you ever known them to change a title of a book? I don't know, but it has a shirtless cowboy on the cover, which leads me to believe that the book is perhaps slightly racier than the movie adaptation. (laughs) I think so. I, I read the synopsis of the book and it has like zero, zero, like anything to do with like the movie I watched. So I don't know what exactly was it adapted unless there was just a veil in that book. They're like, we or got rides. They all use the same veil. Boom, we got a movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so weird. it's so weird. Yes, I have linked uh, the book by Lori Wilde in our show notes The Long Tall Ticks. And yeah, they're uh, like uh, Harlequin romance books, I'm going to call them. That's what they appear to be. Yes. Yeah. It was filmed in April and May 2021 in British Columbia. And we couldn't have quite the tight turnaround on these because we had to have three movies completed before they could show one. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I also read, to that Autumn Reeser wrote on her Instagram that she had signed on to this movie two days before the world shut down due to the pandemic. Oh, So it was originally to be filmed in April 2020, and then that got bumped a whole full year. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. All right. I have two questions for you. Yeah. The first is, does Hallmark's dedication to diversity seem to disappear outside of the countdown to Christmas season? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm trying to be... Okay, there's only been two new movies this year. I'm going to say yes. If you look simply at the posters for New Year new movies, uh, we only have... One featuring an actress of color, and that is a Nasnean contractor in the perfect pairing. The other five are white, white, and whiter. Yeah, I was trying to even think about the one that was on Movies and Mysteries this weekend, and I believe it's also a, a diverse cast. Yes, food for thought Hallmark. I know that's when they get the majority of their press and the majority of their views, and so they put all their good stuff there. But you've got viewers the rest of the year. Yeah, and you keep... have a you have a responsibility the other ten months out of the year. Paul Campbell, where are you? I have a question Another question. Yeah. How do we feel about these January movies not being wintry at all? Uh, it doesn't bother me. I, like I don't. I am so sick of wintry things anyway at this yeah. point. So I don't care. And it's smart on Hallmark to have a like non wintry type movie because then they can play it all year long. agree. And I think it was a smart move to change the name of this series of movies from Winterfest to New Year, new movies. It leaves them wide open. I recall last year as we watched these, we were just so tired of the snow. There was just snow, 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 snow. And I I agree. These are uh, pretty timeless, the movies that we've seen so far. Timeless in meaning that they can be shown at any Seasonless, time. Seasonless, I should say. <laughs> Not timeless as in like the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, I did see a, a preview for The Perfect Pairing written by a friend of the show, Julie Sherman Wolf, and I saw some digital snow. So that one has some snow in it. Yeah. And in the preview, doesn't she slip on some ice and smack yeah. her head? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. realize that was written by Julia Julie Sherman Wolf. I am all of a sudden very excited for that movie. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, that's one of the ones I'm really looking forward to just because I like Brendan Elliott and I like the writer and I like Nas Nazneen, Contractor. Yeah. She's very pretty. Coming next She was, she was good in that other, she was in a movie last year at this time. I don't remember what it was. They were in some snowy place. I liked her as an actress. I have a I have a couple more little news and notes. Lacey Chabert served as one of the film's executive producers. Go Did Lacey! Did we know that? Go Lacey! Go Lacey! And she told Good Housekeeping in April 2021 that working with Autumn Reeser and Allison Sweeney was a dream come true. That's fun. I know. I think so too. That's all I got. Are you ready for first impressions? Yes, I am. You can go first. Okay, my first impression is that this was a solid start to the trilogy, and I'm looking forward to the next two. That's high praise. Oh, no. My first impression was, give me more girlfriend movies. Yeah. Don't you think so? Don't you think, like... Okay, we get it. Hallmark has the love story movie. The same thing. Week after week after week after week. Give us some girlfriend movies. That's who's watching these movies, right? Women, I'm going to guess. I mean, I don't know the demographics, but I'm going to guess it's mostly women. Don't they want to watch things other than just like typical guy and girl fall in love? Well, we're on the same page because my first like is... I like more of these crossover event movies where the leading actors get to work together, a la Sister Swap. We rarely see these movies where you're going to get an Ali Sweeney and a Lacey Chabert in the same film because they want to be top dog. But by doing these movies, maybe that's Hallmark's concession to that. They're not willing to lose the I need a happy ending I'm okay with these crossover event movies if it means that we get more of these great actresses working together and doing the girlfriend thing. Yeah. I'm into it too. Totally. Uh, especially coming off of S- sister swap, because mm-hmm. I really liked that like set of movies, mm-hmm. like how they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's like basically what we have here too, with a little t- tweak here mm-hmm. and there. Mm-hmm. Um I really like the overall story of, like, this magical veil with the, you know, history of it. And I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the two other movies. Look, I read all of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants movies. I'm here for this. Well, that's what I was wondering. I mean, is this just a remake of Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? Or are we just, like, longing for something like that from Hallmark? I mean, I'm okay if it's inspired by that. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, like me it. too. Yeah, me too. What else did you like? Um, well, speaking with the relationship between the girls, I just love the girls, the women, the three friends. Uh, they just seem so easy and natural with each other. Like as mm-hmm. like actresses, they like worked all well together. It wasn't like one was like fighting for like top dog. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. felt very comfortable. However, I will say that um, sometimes when they like would talk to each other seemed a little formal, oh. and oh, that's probably just writing. Like, for example, they were like, Allison Sweeney's character was really into like um, lifting each other, you know, lifting her friends up. Right? Uh-huh. They all were doing that, but like it was just like, oh, you better turn that frown upside down or you know whatever <laughs> whereas like i think like if you and i were together we'd be, we'd be like bitch please like you know you know yes because we're very comfortable with each other so i think it was just like the script probably yeah and it's in its audience you know whatever i still liked it i thought it was great um i liked that the wedding veil was actually beautiful and <laughs> sometimes we get these items that are supposed to be very meaningful in a movie, and they're like, really? I thought they did a nice job finding a beautiful veil to use as the centerpiece of these movies. Well, I'm telling you, it was so pretty on Lacey at the end mm-hmm. with the beautiful headpiece and stuff. I, I thought it was lovely, except though she was dancing with it on at one point, and I was like, no. Did you wear a veil at your wedding? Yes, and I don't think I wore it to the reception. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if I wore mine to the reception or not. I don't think so. I think I took it off I at some so point. Too. Yeah, so it was just I don't know. I was like, would she be dancing the entire time at the reception with this like very expensive, meaningful item? Um, right, her friends are like, take it off. Yeah, we <laughs> paid for that too. <laughs> don't, don't spill let anything. Spill. Champagne yeah. on me before my turn. <laughs> I loved Kevin McGarry. Look, I have lots to talk about him. Let's hear it. Well, I texted Megan while I was watching this, and I was like, uh, "Kevin McGarry is a super wowie-zowie for me," yeah. and and I uh, and she goes, "Yeah, he is," except for one thing. And I'm like, "Well, what?" And what I thought it? you were gonna come right back with my one thing. She's like the terrible Boston accent, and I was like, "I'm into it. I'm in." <laughs> I love a Boston accent. One of my favorite movies is The Town with Ben Affleck, and it's all Boston accents. Which he is a true Bostonian, is that right? Uh yes. Well done. Wow. So, I I don't know, but I, he was doing it for me. Wowza. I I really enjoyed him. I the Boston accent bothered me. It I it, I have a, some thoughts on that later, but um. I didn't like that. I could have done without it, particularly because nobody else living in Boston had the Boston <laughs> accent, so we didn't need him to have this strong fake Boston accent. And I have something to say about that later. He is most well known um, for his roles on When Calls the Heart and Heartland. He's had a lot of other um, smaller roles. He's been in some, you know, holiday movies. But Hallmark fans love him from When Calls the Heart. I have never seen an episode of that show. I loved him in this. He needs to be a new leading man in regular rotation. I think so, too. And dude looks good in a suit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was hot. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll talk about the accent a little bit more later. Um, I thought Lacey really redeemed herself after Christmas at Castle Heart, because that was a big stinker from Countdown to Christmas. 100% agree. So, I wonder if she ma- she must have made this one first before Christmas at Castle Heart, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But... Yeah, yes. and I don't blame her for Christmas of, at Castle Heart. I think she was given a stinker to work with. Yeah, I think so, too. Because I don't think she ruined that movie. No, I don't think so, either. But this but... was definitely a redemption for her. Mm-hmm. And I like that we'll get to see so much of her because I assume this friends all make appearances in the movies. Right, right, right. Did you notice the clothing at all? Her dresses, I loved them. Was it, she had they gave her such a romantic style mm-hmm. and it, I it was super in line with her character, mm-hmm. which I appreciated, but she wore such cute things. Like she looked adorable. I loved her dresses. I loved her dresses. What did you think about the chemistry between Avery and Peter? I believed it. Yeah, me too. Like, I read some reviews that were like, oh, there was nothing between them. I was like, are you kidding me? They had great banter, very flirtatious. Like, I was in, I I believed it. Yeah, the scene when her friend tells him the wedding's in a month and he kind of, like, walks away heartbroken. I really, I felt that for him. I thought, like, oh, he's <laughs> <laughs> really sad about this. I, I have some thoughts on that. We'll talk about that later. I also really liked Avery's coworker, the the girl co-worker. I, uh-huh. I don't know what her character's name was, but she was like a great, because um, she has her two other like really close girlfriends that they would connect via Zoom or their phone calls or whatever. But then she had this person like in person who she could like work off of, the one that she was helping plan the wedding. Yeah. Her name's Lucy. Her, the actress's name is Fiona Room. She was cute. She's real cute. Anything else you liked? Oh, oh, one last little scene. When when Peter was leading that children's art class, I just oh, thought it was very yes. sweet. I yeah, just and, loved it. And well done. Like, well thought out. They did a nice job in that moment. Like that, was I a, thought so too. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish that we weren't working backwards from the all women just want to get married plot device. We start with the veil and we work backward to the man. I don't love it. What would you like instead? I don't know how to make this work in a Hallmark movie because obviously we need them all to fall in love (laughs) to make it work. But I do think it goes back to that like, well, I'm going to buy the veil because my whole hope is to fall in love and get married. Yes. Yes. I understand, but I'm also trying to remember myself as not married. I wondered if i that's all I thought about. Did I only think about getting married when I was in my 20s before I got married? Maybe. A hundred percent. And would I have also gone in on some, like, would I have loved the idea of this veil that traveled between my friends? Now, is it practical? No, it's not. Because who knows, like, what style you have? Whatever. But I love the idea. I would have been all in on it. I just had a thought, like, eh, maybe we, uh, you know. Well, that's what I kind of like about the three different girls. Because you have Lacey, who is, like, desperate to fall in love and find romance, right? Uh-huh. And you have Allie, who is, like, the complete opposite, who is, like, we're good, we're fine as we are, blah, blah, blah. So I think it's kind of cool. Like, I, I'm interested to see how the other two movies like play out because if you think of Allie Sweeney's character she has no desire to get married so she's gonna have this veil and then what you know yeah she has no desire to get married to her current dude we know they're breaking uh, up in that yeah, movie yeah. <laughs> true. true 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 yes yeah I, I like the different attitudes towards marriage I do like that Allie's character in spite of pretending to be happy in her relationship isn't also like we got to get married like Because a lot of these characters we see in unhappy relationships, moving towards marriage. Excellent points. So what I wish for in this movie is for a quicker resolution to the misunderstanding of Avery not being the one getting married. Indeed. I thought that lasted for too long. Too long. I was like, is Peter a complete blockhead? Like, could he not figure this out sooner? Like, ask don't assume, dummy. Yes. At no point prior to the wedding does he ask about her fiance. I don't yeah. know. And then he keeps getting like mad at her. And she's like, what the hell are you mad? You're hot and cold, dude. Like, what is going on? Like, It was just frustrating. That part was frustrating. Okay, but also, do we believe that she's traveling with a veil in a clear garment bag? Are we to believe (laughs) that there's no part of her that thought, huh, maybe he saw the veil and got the wrong idea? Yeah, well, she could be a blockhead, too, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing is she's not wearing an engagement ring. And I know that not everybody has access to engagement rings prior to getting married. But like, come on, dude. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. yep. I think they could have cut some of the misunderstanding and given more time to their wedding ceremony. That too, uh, which was two lines long. <laughs> yeah. I I know. I'm like, are we supposed to just assume like uh, they just cut, like, the, all the, like, you know, the talky parts of the <laughs> wedding <laughs> ceremony. Right? Not or just, was like their wedding ceremony? We were gathered here. Do you? Do you? You're married. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I wish for is less co-worker competition for the job promotion. Not needed. Yeah. Completely irrelevant to the storyline. It just was dumb. And they made her co-worker so smarmy. It just made me uncomfortable <laughs> to watch him. He totally. was just icky. <laughs> I agree. Again, that was a conflict, agree, that we didn't need. Sometimes they just keep throwing stuff in to keep us on our toes, yeah. keep the story moving forward. I don't think we needed it. She could have been vying for the promotion all on her own without Icky McIckerson thrown in a wrench. <laughs> I have several. Did you see that? That's... Which also now is home to my complaints about the movie. Yeah, that's really what mine is. I've actually addressed a couple of them already. I'm going to let you go first because I don't have that many, but I have a big one. Go ahead. Okay. I hope I'm not going to steal your big one. Go ahead. They're leaving the hotel and they say, let's take a selfie. And they turn the phone around, take a selfie with the veil, and then they show the photo that they took, right? It's obviously not the photo they took because they're all looking <laughs> above the camera. Like these ladies know how to take a selfie. So uh, obviously, like, d- did you see the scene? I, I saw the scene. I don't remember the photo. Oh, my God. Please go back. I'm going to try to get a screen cap if I can uh, for show notes. But it's almost like they maybe took a screen grab of the filming and then superimposed it onto the ah, phone. That's Something. funny. It was so weird. It's like literally they're looking above the camera on the phone. Like it's bizarre. That's funny. Bizarre. I did like that they moved to get better lighting in that moment. That was fun. That I believe okay. it. So that's my point is, like, focus on the details or don't. Like, that was a good point. Like, oh, the lighting's better over here. That's uh-huh. very relatable. But then don't show the selfie if it's not good. You right. know what I mean? Right. We Stop. didn't necessarily need to see it. Exactly. Okay. Um. This is my question. Kevin McGarry has this terrible Boston accent throughout. His character has this terrible Boston accent. It's noticeable. And when he and Lacey have their little chance meeting and they end up spending the day together, he's speaking in this terrible Boston accent. And they get to the end of their meeting and she he goes, Oh, I'm going back to Boston. And she goes, You're from Boston? So am I. (laughs) Lady. Why did we give him this terrible Boston accent? If not for you to notice that he's clearly from Boston? If this is where you live, nobody else in the movie has a Boston accent. Not one person in the movie has maybe a Boston she, accent. Maybe she's including a, his mother. Including his mother. Yeah, exactly. I was like, maybe he's a. She was immune to it because she lives in Boston, so she was like not picking up on the Boston accent in San Francisco. I hear you. I actually thought he wasn't leaning so hard into it at the beginning of the movie, like, when they were, like, fighting for the cab, and then they went, whatever, went to the museum. I only very heard it just a little bit, and then it was, like, no turning back from there. Yeah. <laughs> he did seem to slip in and out of it. Uh, he just. I'm yeah. sorry, Kevin McGarry. They did you dirty, because I... <laughs> You're so cute. You know what he sounded like uh, in Goodwill hunting when they're like from Southie? <laughs> How do you Saudi? like them apples? <laughs> oh my God. It was so. It, like, I wonder if that's what he just watched over and over and over again. <laughs> Love you, Kevin McGary, but not that accent. Yeah. That, that was so... <laughs> funny. Okay. Uh, Avery's Museum. She. It's a museum, right? Yeah, yeah. But is it in a house? You know, it was funny <laughs> because I was trying to decide how I feel about that because I don't think that's super unusual for like a small town. Is this a small town? To have like a use a unique building for a museum, but... Yeah, it was a house. I would say it was a house with a big sign out front. Yeah, like they were in the dining room, like their (laughs) office was in the dining room. It was bizarre, super bizarre. And then they got married there. (laughs) This is my other. I mean, I was like, for that set, right? Yes, but he's a Hastings and they come from money. You think they're getting married at this little like art house museum? If it's where they met and fell in love. It had a beautiful outdoor space. Oh, I agree. But it was just, okay, all right. I mean, they're like, look, we got to get every shot we need from this space. So, well, and he made a big point of saying like, you know, women in the past have been with me for my money. So, it may have been out of character were they to turn around and have this big, lavish five-star wedding. I I don't know. Okay. I'm just arguing for the sake of arguing. I got you. I got you. I gasped out loud when Avery said suggests that she wants to do a wedding theme for the gala because I was like, "Oh no, that's a terrible idea!" And then, (laughs) and then, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, I like weddings, so that that might be kind of fun." But then, like the gala and the end didn't really look like a wedding at all. So, like I didn't see a cake. I didn't see what other than the invitation. Invitation, yes. And she picked out a fugly one, by the way. (laughs) I thought it was so ugly. Did it have citrus on it or something? I like citrus. I don't know. It just was not my personal taste and not something I would have picked. Yeah. but hear you. Anyway. um, I thought the whole portrait part of the movie dragged on a little bit. Like, I appreciated the storyline. Like, her finding this, like, old portrait and, like the drama to clean it and it might not get done in time and, like, all that stuff. But it just Mm -hmm. was, like, too, 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 too long. That's funny because I thought that they... Yeah, I thought they did a nice job of making that feel real, like with the curator and with his discussion. And there's at one point where I'm like, oh, did they Google those terms? Because he's like, you got to do the this process and the that process. And it's like, they must have looked up like how to restore artwork and made sure to throw those into the script. Well, it was so funny, too, because they're like, this is the only guy in all of the world who can repair this painting. Like, no, I'm sure there's people out there. Right? Restorers. There's got to be a bunch of them, don't you think? Yeah. The guy that your small town little museum works is the best art restorer in the world. Right. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Here's my last one. At some point, Peter is complaining that basically he's this poor rich guy who isn't fulfilled with life. And I was like, dude... Stop it. And then he gets mad at Avery for mentioning it in like such an offhand manner to his mom. Yeah. And he gets pissed off. I was like, this guy and his temper. <laughs> He's so Judy Moody. Yeah, I really hated that because his mom, he was doing it out of this fake sense of obligation. His mom didn't even really care that much that he was a part of the foundation you know he felt like oh it's gonna break her heart if i'm not a part of the foundation anymore but she didn't even care i know it was just come on stupid she She wanted the best for him well yeah all of that just made me mad i just wanted like her at some point to be like kick this guy to the curb because he was treating her not kindly like she was letting him like walk all over her yeah, he was. I didn't like his moodiness and how every time he would get upset with her because he thought she was leading him on because she was engaged. She would just walk away. Could we please just have a conversation, people? <laughs> like in the hotel, all he had to do—and again, there's no movie if this happens—but all he had to do was be like, "Oh, are you getting married? Like, why do you have a veil?" That's all he had to do. I know. Yeah. Totally. Instead of storming off like she had right. ruined his life. Yeah. For exactly. An hour and a half. Exactly. As a reminder, our rating system is now out of five stars for the (laughs) listeners instead of four. So with that in mind, what did you rate this movie? I'm excited to see more. I gave it four stars. Wow. I gave it 3.75. Four stars feels like a really... I almost gave it four. It felt really high. 3.75 for me felt like totally watchable, would be fine if it came on again, Is did not blow my mind the way some of my favorite favorite movies have. Yikes! I'm scared. I'm maybe I overly rated this. Then I I was just trying to keep it simple. Four stars, but okay, three point seven five. You don't have to change your rating. I'm I'm not. I'm (laughs) saying I approve of your three point seven (laughs) five. Next week, we get The Perfect Pairing, starring Nazneen Contractor, written by Julie Sherman Wolf, which, thank you for sharing that with me, because I wasn't aware. I'm excited about that. It is Tyler Hines Month on Patreon, so if you want to make sure that you do not miss one of those episodes, you want to get signed up, because we have bonus Tyler Hines-focused episodes coming to our Shorties Gone Hallmark tier, which is just $3 a month, friends. Hop on over patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy and have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.